You are now listening to the Foobies Podcast. And here are your hosts, Quentin Quo, Tim Dimmick, and Jackson Rubin. like a uh, root beer fago. <laughs> <laughs> but we have guests here joining us on the Foobies podcast. Yes, yes, Foobies podcast. What? Uh, yeah, I said podcast. Um, please, uh, let's introduce our guest, Emily. Hi, I'm Emily. And we're also joined by Vincent. <laughs> hey. Should I Vincent. say what I'm what I'm eating? Yes, please. Oh, please okay. tell us what you're eating. Mm. I'm eating double fudge moose tracks. That my dad bought for me last night, because um, they're delicious. I like moose tracks mm. because they, like, it's not related to moose at all, but it's just in the name, but they still have a cartoon moose on the carton, making a face like, I guarantee it. And I, I love, <laughs> I love it. I'm also drinking cranberry juice. <laughs> Because <laughs> I have a kidney infection. Oh no! <laughs> oh, fun. Sorry. So is that Vincent, chocolate mousse and cranberry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't go well together, but you know. Uh, yeah, what you I'm got, e- Vincent? I'm eating some butterfinger bites that I got at uh got at the movies last night. Ooh, yeah. butterfinger bites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were out of the puncher cruncher. I had to say, mm, one bunch of cruncher, please, and they said, we have no more, and I felt quite embarrassed. Vincent, do you have a favorite uh, Simpsons Butterfingers commercial? I can't think of any off the top of my head. Which one are you thinking of? I'm thinking of the, I'm thinking of the one where they switch to ice cream, and like the idea of like Butterfingers ice cream sounds like really good to me, but it I'm does. sure it would taste horrible. I, I, yeah, I'm sure that you could go to a Walgreens right now and, mm-hmm. and find a huge pint of it. <laughs> <laughs> don't they don't they have um butterfinger like ice cream bars? I th- um, I think that's what they were selling. Like a novelty. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah. I'm into those. Uh Tim, food check, what you got? Well, uh tis the Mardi Gras season, I got some mm. king cake. Nice. Ooh. And Emily mentioned the word guarantee and I guarantee this is very good. <laughs> that's them them Cajuns talking about macaroni and cheese and uh king cake for the season. Uh, have you guys seen that one thing that it's like Tim Heidecker in like a bunch of like prosthetics? Yes. Looks like a very fat <laughs> southern gentleman. And he's talking about blueberry pie. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is it made out of blueberry cereal? <laughs> <laughs> but Tim, what season of pie is it right now? Um, down in New Orleans. Down in New Orleans, we right now we're just unpacking them cranberries. The cranberries have been in the on the on the shelf for four months and we have the cranberry pie delicious uh, some etouffee pie got my favorite pie <laughs> oh Bobby got the... favorite <laughs> <laughs> mm. I do yeah. declare um I should yeah. probably reiterate what I'm eating and drinking yeah go for it um I'm drinking a 14 degree ESB from Bent Paddle in Duluth and some delicious popped corn yeah, I said your can kind of reminded me of, like, uh, Root Beer Fago. A little bit, yeah. It also looks like the original Lining Kugels can, which Ooh. I don't know if any of you are familiar, but... Not at all. Yep. <laughs> One time, um, 
a group of us, including Vincent, walked all the way home from Marcus Point to campus in Madison, which took... It's about a, a six-mile walk. Yeah, it took a really long time, and it was at night. And the whole time in photos, like, if you go back, because I think Kristen was taking photos the whole time, I'm just carrying this can of Fago root beer. <laughs> it's really sad. <laughs> there was, um... The snow removal in St. Cloud is very bad, and there was a can of grape fago, like, in the street for, like, three weeks, um, and it's only just starting to melt, and, uh, like, a little bit, because it's slightly warmer, and now it's gone, and I'm kind of sad. The can was starting to melt? (laughs) The snow is starting (laughs) to melt. Yeah, so the show that I'm currently working on, the executive producer and showrunner, he's, uh, I've seen him with a Juggalo sweater. Nice. So, um, I think maybe at the end of the year, I'm going to buy him like a can of like uh, Red Fago or something. Yes, get out the Red Rock. That's the way to go. Yeah. Do, but do we anyways, want to this... officially endorse Juggalos as friends of the pod? I think uh, so, right? I, I don't think I have a problem with them. Yeah. Juggalos they're not the based pod. on hate, right? No. I don't no. think so. They're based considered on... a gang by the FBI, but also the yeah. FBI sucks. So. Yeah. Well, I but yeah, be... besides talk, talking about uh, Juggalos, uh, this is the Foofies Podcast, and uh, <laughs> every week we're joined by uh, myself, Tim, and Jackson, and occasionally we have guests like Emily and Vincent, and uh, what do we normally do on this podcast, Tim? Well, uh, we talk about movies that have food in them, and this week is no different, because there is definitely food in this movie. Uh, we watched House of the Devil, which is uh, from t- 2009. I had not seen it before. Either yeah. I. Same. Or as it's called in Japan, Haosu, right? <laughs> I wish. I tried, because I watched it, it was last night, right, Vincent? No, it was two nights ago, I think. Oh my god. Okay, well, we watched it two nights ago, and um, I tried, I was going to shorten it to House when we were messaging, and I was like, nope, it's <laughs> a different movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, or, or is it House 2, the second story? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's very good yeah so this is a movie about uh babysitting um pizzas and adventures uh, <laughs> adventures and babysitting <laughs> and the occult babysitting that goes a little bit awry that's not quite <laughs> what she signed up for when she took on this don't tell mom the babysitter is uh impregnating the devil <laughs> <laughs> i mean first of all there isn't even a baby it's an old woman Mm-hmm. Second of all, it's, it's not even a. Re- it's, oh, then sorry. it's like a a witch or something. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Greta Gerwig's in this movie. This is a Greta Gerwig movie. Yeah, it's a Greta uh, Gerwig movie. That everyone's talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's little a little woman, woman in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that there might be, be a little woman in. <laughs> yeah, a little demonic woman. <laughs> yeah, and there might be a little woman inside the uh, babysitter's belly. Um, But anyways, yes, this is a movie that was written, directed, and edited by Ty West, Mm -hmm. who, um, he's kind of like a horror, like, kind of aficionado, right? Yeah, Yeah. he's he's known for his horror movies, and he's also directed a bunch of horror TV shows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Done VHS, uh, uh, Chambers. He did did the Scream reboot um, TV show. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was him. Oh, cool. He did uh, Cabin Fever 2. 
starring the guy starring the guy from American Movie, whose name I have forgotten. <laughs> Mark Borchardt. Uh, yeah, yeah, he has a, he has a small role in it. I know, oh, I Ow. know Mark Borchardt. Uh, Mark Borchardt. We did American Wait, like, Movie personally. Um, I oh, wow. worked for the Milwaukee Film Festival, and so I encountered him a few times. And I have what's he like? Uh, my favorite. I have one very good Mark Portrait story, and it's so we had a kickoff for the program book for the festival, so that you know the general public could see what we were playing and plan what tickets that they wanted to buy. And so it was at this brewery, and like people were kind of filtering in and out, and um, someone from the festival had bought like just this kind of like spread of appetizer like fancy appetizers from the brewery for like everyone who worked for the festival and Mark Borchert. <laughs> um so he was like looped into this but one of my coworkers had like a paper plate and she had her kid there and her her child had like a paper plate in front of her with like goldfish goldfish crackers that they had clearly brought from home and um at one point <laughs> I looked up and I just saw Mark Borchert, like with his own plate, kind of looking at the spread, and then kind of glance around and then grab a handful of goldfish crackers <laughs> that were clearly meant for this child, and then kind of like make eye contact with me and just kind of like turn and walk away. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, goldfish are good. I take like, fish from a baby. So obviously not part of the spread, like that was intended for us. <laughs> like, mm. It was good. He's cool. I've heard he's a very strange man. Um, <laughs> yeah. The story's totally he, attest to that, yeah. He hates uh, he hates small talk. And there was a um, the Found Footage Festival guys did an interview with him on their weekly live stream via uh, VCR party, and it was the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life because <laughs> he didn't. Like, he didn't want to talk to them about anything that they wanted to talk to, uh, about, and he just, like, he would just go off on these weird, like, ex- existential um, tangents because he thought they were way more interesting than what they were talking about. He was in the festival lounge, like, all day, every day, just chilling. Like, I think he had, like, a couple events he had to be, and then when he didn't have to be at those events... He was just, like, eating snacks in the festival lounge, and every time I saw him, he had on, like, a different great Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown the Great Pumpkin shirt. Like, a different <laughs> one each time. That's a very That's good great. detail. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, no, he's great. Yeah, let's, uh, shall we jump into the plot of this one? I think so, let's this, do it. Uh, this sure. American movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're introduced to, um, our protagonist, whose name I should have written down. Samantha. Samantha. Or um, she is, uh, viewing an apartment, uh, that she wants to, uh, rent. She's a college student and, um, she really likes this place in, insert, I'm guessing some sort of Midwestern kind of town. Springfield. It's, yeah. Is it Springfield? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know so, which Springfield, but. Let's say Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, pretend it's the one that where the Simpsons live. That is true. Um, so she wants to buy this uh, one apartment, but uh, she needs some money, which uh, goes to show that the real monster of this movie is capitalism. <sighs> yep. Um, so she uh, goes back to her um, college dorm, and she has a very uh, shitty college roommate that has a sock on the door, and it's like what past morning time. Mm-hmm. And 
she still can't get into her dorm. So it seems like she's been out and about like all night. She hasn't been able to get in. Um, so as she's leaving her dorm, she notices a uh, flyer right outside of her uh, dorm, which says very kind of, it's a very nondescript just flyer that says babysit, babysitter needed, money, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Or the, something the, like that. Um, it says babysitter and the S in sitter is a dollar <laughs> sign. There you go. Yeah. Right so, next to um, it is a, a great like lost cat uh, yeah. flyer. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of stuff about... Uh, uh, astronomer, like astronomy club, and an eclipse happening. The cat is yeah. so big. Yeah, I almost I wondered if it was some kind of trick photography. Like that guy, <laughs> it was one of those things where it's like, look at this giant rabbit. And it's like, well, this rabbit is not real. I was, the cat was so big, I was wondering if it was one of those. One of those. Is it a rabbit or is it a cat? Or is it a rabbit or is it a duck? Is it <laughs> one of those images, you know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. it was one of those too. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> it looked like an yeah. old woman and a vase. <laughs> you can you can imagine just like the family of Satanists just like having a an afternoon where they're all making babysitter flyers together. Like, Come on, we yeah. gotta get fifty flyers done. Like, yeah, uh, I was thinking about other things, yeah. uh, other things that like went into the logistics of like planning this evening. Like, do you, did they have like an oven that they baked a pizza in? Yeah. You know, did they go somewhere else to go? Like, I'd like to imagine they baked the ov- the pizza in like a makeshift oven they had in their trailer or something. Mm-hmm. So this is what I think happened uh, when she's having uh, pizza at the parlor with Greta Gerwig. Um, Megan Greta says that the, this pizza is like really shitty today. Mm-hmm. And then later in the movie, like the pizza she gets from the Satanist son is also shitty. So I think they just bought a pizza earlier that day from this place. Yeah, that makes so sense. Like, mm-hmm. Although I shitty pizza. Th- the implication is that they they drugged the pizza later, right? I think so. Yeah. 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 But uh, going back into chronological order of this yeah. film, <laughs> it's not an art film. We're not jumping uh, between <laughs> time and space here. Um, so she, we're we're established into the fact that uh, she has a terrible roommate. She wants to. She needs money, and uh, she calls the number on a payphone, and it goes straight to voicemail, uh, where like kind of a creepy recorded voice. Um, and she gives her name and just says, hey, call me back at this number, and she walks away. And uh, there's a lot of these uh, shots in this movie where it's, like, long kind of, like, tracking shots that, like, just mm-hmm. kind of play with perspective, which are really mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Um, and, like, immediately that phone, like, rings. And just the way that, like, that payphone rings, it's so creepy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Payphones are creepy. I'm glad they don't have them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it but, just comes out of nowhere. We're introduced to the second starring person in this movie, Mr. Would, Tom Noonan. Noonan. And I would say the second creepiest sound you heard in that scene, right after the uh, payphone ringing, the sound of Tom Noonan's voice, equally terrifying. <laughs> he sounds like such a young man. He does, yeah. And then you see him and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Who's this old fuck? <laughs> uh, not exactly. Mm, I don't want to see this guy's baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Tom Noonan says, like, hey, I need a babysitter. It's very urgent. It's very vague the way he talks, and yeah. it's also very creepy. And he's like, uh, I was uh, discussing, and uh, <laughs> can I meet you, like, right now? Uh, and so uh, Sam goes out and waits in front of the student affairs building, mm-hmm. um, hopefully trying to meet this person who needs a babysitter. Um, so she just kind of chills on the steps and listens to her music on her Walkman, and nobody shows up. Mm-hmm. 
and she's Super quite rough. pissed. And we're introduced to the first scene of food in this movie, right, guys? Yeah. Woo! She's at the she's at the pizzeria. Um, and I think wasn't it called like Eclipse Pizzeria? <clears throat> oh, was it? <laughs> I think there was like a brief mention. It was either that or that was the special. Yeah, the but special there's like was so much Eclipse Pizza. There's so much mentions of Eclipse because the whole town is saying that where they live, where they live, is like the perfect place to see this like uh, lunar eclipse. But also mm-hmm. in the news, they said they they could everyone could see it from all over the world. So I don't know why specifically it was like this place that was special. But I think they say it's um, like the best place to see them. Yeah, kind of. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the special was um, it was like black olives, feta cheese. It was like a vegetarian Greek pie. Mm. Um, which is very good. I like that kind of pie, but I don't know how that's eclipse related, like at all. But oh, they were they were Greek. The 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 Satanists. Yeah, they. It's a oh, okay. backstory they don't get into, but they were part of their Greek heritage. Ooh, do you think yeah, they know okay. Kostas? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I think they do. Uh, I think uh, this should be this is a good yeah. opportunity to talk about uh, college uh, college dorm food or just food that we got in college. Yes, college pizza. Emily, you were sharing before we started recording that you worked at one point very briefly in what? It was like a... <laughs> no, not app- very briefly. <laughs> for a while. <laughs> Sorry, for a year. Is that correct? Well, and then after that, I also worked at um, the like cafe that was in the education building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what was that experience that was even- like? Um, It wasn't good. Uh... <laughs> When I worked in the dining hall, it was my freshman year, and a lot of the people I went to high school with um, went to the same college as me, but um, they're all rich, and so they were all living in the dorm that I was, like, serving food in, and meanwhile, I lived nearby in the least expensive dorm, and so I would just get to walk over and, like, literally serve them, Um, and it really sucked. (laughs) Yeah, they're always, like, when I briefly worked in the, like, kind of ice cream shop slash, like, barista place, there was always just this look of every student that was, like, almost, like, pity. Yeah. And it's like, I don't need this. Please, just take your ice cream and go. Yeah, and then they'd be all friendly. They'd be like, oh, like, how are you doing? And I'd be like, you never talked to me, mm-hmm. like, in high school. Like, I, you we're not friends. Stop. Yeah. No. I, I hate that. Yeah. It was yeah. gross. <laughs> And yeah, I was sad, but I did get a lot of free ice cream samples. I would just take the little spoons and just like go so hard over the course of like (laughs) four to five hours. And Vincent, I want to talk to you about, um, about urban slice. I want to talk to you all about urban slice. (laughs) Yeah. I'm pretty sure we've talked about this already on the Garfield episode, but I just want to reiterate your feelings towards urban slice yeah they definitely changed there was this was the pizza place in the student union uh where the the film organization that four-fifths of us that were uh a part of uh forgive me if there's i gotta move as i'm speaking but uh yeah there was a pizza place there called urban slice and they had pizza that was objectively pretty terrible uh but for a long time a, a major part of my personality was that i said that i liked it and I was bringing up in conversation, even when there was nobody else asking for it to be brought up in conversation. Uh, and then one day, towards my senior year, I had it and decided that I had been living a lie, and it was, in fact, quite awful. Um, and I stopped eating it as much 
Um, but yeah, it was a lot of memories of just buying it for, uh, yeah, just buying it and that being kind of lunch and dinner and just sort of sitting there really reflecting. Um, <laughs> the, the one real advantage of Urban Slice is that they would include a lot of sauce. Uh, I think that is that was something that I really valued about them and I think had a big part of why I defended them. The other thing I liked about Urban Slice is they once had a kind of pizza, which they never offered again, which had uh, strawberry and chicken on it. With what the no, fuck? yeah, with no sauce and just cheese, and uh, yeah. yeah, that's awful. Yeah, with something else. <laughs> I miss I'll, it. I'll ad- I'm sorry. Really? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. When you're really hungry, it's really good to just mm. eat really quickly. But then the downside is the entire area around your mouth smells like cheese for like three days afterwards. Is what I've noticed, and like. I would go into the bathroom afterwards and like wash my face and I'd go back into the wood <laughs> office and be like, oh my god, I smell like cheese. <laughs> it was just like, it never went away. Mm-hmm. But I would always get like um, a, a lemon San Pellegrino with it and I'd just be like, mm-hmm. it, it was so much better than ginger root. And uh, Jackson and Tim, you guys are still college, college boys. Um, yes, is sir. there any good uh, or like Good or like really bad, but still good pizza places like around you guys. Let's start with Tim. Well, the famous one is Boot Pizza. So there's a bar called the Boot right next to Tulane's campus, and they have a little window. Then they sell five dollar slices of pizza, which is not that good. But when you're <laughs> really when you're a drunk teenager, it's right there. So you just get it anyway. Um, How five dollars seems slices? like a lot. Five dollars is a like, lot. Are they huge slices? Yeah. No. Well, no. Yeah, they are. They're they're big. Yeah, they're pretty big. Like, uh, like totally an Ian slice is four twenty five, but that's like pretty good. Yeah, yeah Ian's is also. Yeah, Ian's the, is the worse pizza's than right. Whoa, whoa! Hot take here. I haven't found a really good pizza Sorry. here. Yeah, the, I mean, I I kind of like the Domino's Hawaiian pizza. Nice, nice I mean, that's yeah. really really basic. Um, High fives. Uh. I had, uh, I, I had, uh, I had a slice for the first time at New York Pizza and Bar um, last night, and it was not good. It was really hot, but it was, <laughs> you know, the crust. The crust has to be good. This crust was bland. It tasted mm. like like mm. dry bread. It, yeah, bad, mm. bad. Beer was good though. Got a bells. Yeah. So. Jackson, is there any decent or got like bad pizzerias in so, St. Cloud State? There are actually quite a few bad places as far as I understand. I've only been to a couple of them though. There's a place that does two for one Tuesdays. Uh, you get two slices for one um, for the price of one uh, and they, for specifically for college students and it's right off of campus. But um, we do have a chain here that I'm not sure if any of you guys are familiar with called Jets. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's Detroit style. It's very good. I like it a lot. Um, and yeah, we have a Jets up here and they do an amazing uh, Hawaiian pizza that is quite good. I love um, Hawaiian pizza. But uh, yeah, big fan of Jets. Like Jets a lot. Um, and of course, I, I did want to mention that like, I so I don't think I've ever actually had Urban Slice. Because are you I would always kidding? Just, no, I'm not kidding. Because I would always just walk to Rockies. I was um, gonna say like well, the way to win in this game is just to go to Rockies. 
Yeah, yeah, which is like you you have to walk like a couple blocks and it's so much better. Oh, it was three blocks. Don't act like you're so much better. It was it was it was it's not three a blocks. super That's not that walk. far. It's not that far. I think we should explain to the listener and also Oh, sorry, go for it. Go for it. No, no, please, you're a guest. I I, need, I want you to talk. Oh, I was just going to say one time on my birthday I walked through an entire blizzard all the way from Vilas to Rockies just so I could get my birthday slice and the only person oh, yeah. who joined me was Olivia. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My girlfriend's love for Rockies and you. Yeah, no, it goes <laughs> I mean no. same here like it's it's mutual for both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we should explain to the listener and also Tim the the cult behind Rockies Rococo's pizza. Rocky, I, Rocky. Rockies Rococo's. <laughs> it's like it's like um it's like um oh what uh Ruth's Chris. It's Rockies Rococo's. <laughs> Rockies Rococo's. It's a steakhouse. Um, so it's it's a pan it's a pizza. Steak. It's a it's it's a rectangular pan pizza, Ooh. sort of like a Chicago style, but not quite. Maybe even you could call it Sicilian. Uh, there used to be these uh tr- i don't know if they still have them but there's these ads that they used to have on the back of buses where it's this it's this yeah. italian gentleman in an all-white suit with a white hat and like a cigar and yeah. his eyes would be the red flashing lights uh you know so like the decal is like the lights would be right on his eyes yeah the Whoa. thing is that there was the character rocky rococo and he was played by like the same man for like a really long time a local actor yeah. yeah he was like a like a local wisconsin dude and people like loved him and he was like great and so um he passed away in 2014 i think yeah, yeah. and so it became kind of this like like it's like a cult thing where people like really love both rocky rococo the person but also like the pizza um, he also released an album in the nineties, um, and it was only on oh like God. on tape because it was like the nineties. Um, and so the only version that I know of that's like publicly available is on YouTube. And so when I was a radio DJ, my very last show was just streaming straight off of YouTube, which you were not allowed to do. <laughs> and I just played the Pizza Party album from Rocky Rococo. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I'm looking him up right now. <laughs> But speaking of cult icons, oh, uh. Rocky Rococo is in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this pizza looks good, by the way. It is. Google, Google it. Is. Is. I I like a pan pizza. I like the thick bread. Mm-hmm. It's like, so bread. buttery. I will never forget the first time I went to Rocky Rococo's with a coupon and having a piece of sausage and mushroom pizza and thinking, this is the worst piece of pizza I've ever had. I'm never going back here. And then, and then did not for about two years. Yeah, they I have, hated it at first. I thought it was so gross. They legitimately have the best sausage of any chain yeah, pizza restaurant I've ever had. Um, it's so good. Yeah, but I remember there was like with it. a like quiet like <laughs> tension between Vincent and I once when we were like ordering pizza, and I, I believe you did not want sausage on on the on the pizza. You were just like, "All right, let's just do half." Like, All right, oh, sure, buddy. Man, <laughs> uh, no, that was a good so, time. It makes me so sad that there's pivotal moments of our friendship which are important to me, but also in which I was such a total dark. <laughs> it makes me so sad. Uh, uh, Did you guys ever watch them make the make the um, breadsticks in the kitchen? No. They they spread like like a half pound of butter over the entire top oh of it Lord. in the oven. It's incredible. Ooh, uh, those breadsticks so good. are so good. 
It's the kind of place that strikes me that like you could be like 15 and order a beer and like the guy behind there would also be 15 and he's like, yes. yeah, sure. <laughs> that yeah, he, literally he happened had, to us one time. He'd oh. have a drink with you. <laughs> the we, best um, thing that happened to oh, me there no, was one time Jasmine and I walked in. Sorry, I think I'm lagging a little too. It's okay. Um, but one time Jasmine and I walked in and the guy behind the counter just went, hey, sisters from another mister. <laughs> and we kind of looked at each other and cringed. And then it took so long for him to get our pizza. And then he was on the phone and clearly he had like really messed up like a big delivery. And his mood just went from <laughs> so happy. Just so sad. And then he ended up giving us our pizza for free. And as we left, he just went like, see ya, sisters from another mystery. <laughs> I swear, every tragic. every white dude that worked there was always so fucking high. <laughs> um, that time I walked in with like four or five of my friends and we all sat down at the bar. We ordered two large pizzas and got like several drinks and the guy was like, well, I've never served drinks before at a bar, um, so I guess I'm going to charge you five bucks for top shelf liquor. Um, and it was uh, it was wonderful. It was very good. Nice. Real quick, Emily, uh, before we jump back into the, the plot, mm-hmm. do you and Jasmine have that tattooed like on each other? <laughs> That's should. why he said it. We should. Jasmine and I have a few like just like things where only we were there. Uh-huh. And it's like it's very fun, but that's definitely one of them that I don't think of as often. But like every time I remember it, I'm like, <laughs> that the very, trajectory uh, of it within the span of like 15 minutes, <laughs> that guy's a, life just took such a turn. It's a very uh, skeletons twins uh, moment. <laughs> uh, but yeah, going back to cult icons, let's let's jump it back into the plot of this movie. Um, so. Yeah, Greta Gerwig and uh, Sam, our main character, uh, whose name I should really mention. I keep forgetting to like look it up. Maybe. But um, they're eating pizza, discussing babysitter job, um, and the fact that she got stood up. So Greta Gerwig introduces the idea, like, hey, why don't you just take down all the other bill- uh, the signs so they have to call you, um, or just to mess with them because they stood you up. And she's like, no, 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 don't do that. Um, that's That's too much. And uh, real quick, I want to talk about the way that Greta Gerwig eats the pizza in this moment. <laughs> uh, do you guys, can you guys do a good job of like explaining how she like devours this pizza? Fervently. It's, it's very fast, but also it seems like she goes in from the side at points, which is very weird. Um, like she doesn't go from the point, like you hold the crust and you, and you eat it this way. And she sort of goes in from the side at it's points. Strategic. It's strategic. It's yeah, like she's eating like uh, uh, what's uh, Ethiopian food. You know how it's like served mm-hmm. on a flatbread, and you like mm-hmm. kind of tear off pieces. She's just tearing off like bits of cheese and pepperoni off the top and eating that. That is true. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those scenes where like she probably had like ten takes and she didn't want to eat ten slices, so she's just like picking off pepperonis oh. from each slice. But she's really going at it. Like, I became super aware of it. I was like, oh, that's real pizza, just because of like how she like mm-hmm. went at that crust. And I was like, oh my god, she's putting so much in her mouth. Yeah. And then she declares, like, it's really gross today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they throw their fucking pizza away, and I threw my computer into the air in, in rage. Yeah, you were really angry. Yeah, I was so mad <laughs> that they just threw their pizza away. Yeah, and all then she the has pizza is thrown away in this movie. 
They throw away all the pizza. The that, is that is true. That is true. They throw away a lot of pizza in this movie. Uh, but Greta Gerwig, her other personality trait is that she smokes. So she has a cigarette after uh-huh. sipping her Coke. Uh, it's the 80s. Should we have mentioned that? Maybe. Yeah. So the, I, oh, I do like. Yeah. yeah, we probably should have mentioned that. This this movie is set during the Satanic Panic era of the late 70s, early 80s. Um, and it's shot very much in the same way. It's shot on 16 millimeter, which is very cool. Um, and uh, Ty West uses a lot of techniques uh, of the time. And um, mm-hmm. while we were watching it last night, Olivia was not sure uh, like when it was from. And then I was like, you realize that Greta Gerwig is in it. <laughs> and she was like, oh, yeah. I mean, like, it's got, like, a very good, like, lasting quality to it. Because it was made in, what, 2006, Nine. 2009? Yeah. 2009. But, like, I would have also believed if you said that, like, oh, this was made in 2016. You know? It's just got, like, a very kind of, like, I don't know. It's got longevity to it. It, it just like seems it, very modern. It, it was made at the forefront of... of- what would happen like over the next 10 years in which everything would be made to look like horror movies from the 80s. And this was the first movie I remember being like, maybe maybe it was The Devil's Rejects. Well, that was more like something from the 70s. But I remember that was this was the first time I had seen a horror movie, like a new horror movie, and be like, oh, this is really interesting that they're trying to make something like like a John Carpenter movie or something like that. And now I've, you know, you're with your guests and such. You've kind of seen stuff like that happen a few more times. But I remember the time was kind of a novelty. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No, so, I, I really like the yeah. way it was filmed. Like a lot of cool, like mobile framing and tracking shots, and yeah, uh, the set the sets are very beige. Like her dorm and the house, very beige, mm-hmm. uh, very eighties. Cool wall stripe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, speaking of dorms, uh, she returns back to her dorm and she finds her roommate uh, with another gentleman. Uh, or I think we'll just jump ahead. I think um, her roommate, um, who's just now waking up, and it's like maybe afternoon, mentions that she got a phone call. And the phone number was left on the desk. And so uh, she calls back the number, goes straight to voicemail. She begins to start leaving a voicemail, and Tom Newton picks up the phone um, and mentions about how he's sorry that he stood her up and really needs uh, somebody for this evening. It's really important, and he's under a lot of stress. So uh, she agrees to go over to his house, which is somewhere out in the, out in the woods, right? It's in Shelbyville. Yeah. <laughs> or Ogdenville. Yes, yeah. One yeah. of those surrounding areas. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool old house, like multi-story, like Edwardian, maybe. Yes. Um, yeah, Mr. Architecture Major over here, flex it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, talk more about it. <laughs> yes, the uh, porch and pillars. Uh, <laughs> very good staircase. <laughs> All that good uh, stuff. <laughs> yeah, there's so many red flags already with this creepy Tom Noonan on the phone. Like, come on, don't, don't, don't. like. Uh, Megan is actually the smart character where she's like, "This is fucking creepy. Don't do this. <laughs> this is so creepy. Don't do this." Yeah, she's, she's like, a I good need friend. Money. Yeah, she's but a it's, good friend. It's. I mean, and I've seen this in other movies, and it's like usually over top, over the top with like the quote unquote like smart friend. And they're like, can't you see? It's like this and this and this. And it's like, things are really played up. But this is like, like her friend really wants the money. And she's like, no, like, like these are, there are some red flags here. And it's like, even like, it's still like subtle enough where it's like, oh, she's really like picking up on this. Like, she's right. Like this, it felt realistic. In a way I agree. That, like, yeah. I thought was, was good. And that made me pretty upset later. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh yeah, they, they have a good was, back and forth. It was like, yeah, it lost me. It's sorry. <laughs> yeah, so they when drive the- out there to the evening. Mm-hmm. We hear a little bit more about the eclipse um, on the radio. I think um, Greta Gerwig reveals the fact that she did actually tear down all of the other um, signs, and so that's why she got the job. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there's a good line where um, uh, she sa- Sam says, "Thanks for driving me," and Greta Gerwig says. I'm just your monkey with a cigarette, which was kind of an odd line, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of odd lines, like when they arrive at the, an odd line that makes sense later on is they park in front of the, the big mansion and uh, Greta Gerwig remarks about how there's a Volvo across the street or like parked in the, like the lot. And she's like, oh yeah, Volvo, safest car around. <laughs> and uh, that later comes into play about the fact that she points out that there's a Volvo around. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, all of her lines are really fun. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she's great in this movie. Yeah, um, she's having a good time, and she's like, she doesn't really fit. And she's just kind of like, like goofy and weird, but also like, like it's revealed that her dad is rich and like her family's wealthy, but she's just kind of like, kind of odd. And she really wants to tag along. Yeah, I, like I really her. like. I really like the line that she says about how. Um, Sam, she's like, oh, they're they're probably normal people. They're rich, and Greta Gerwig's like, you think being rich makes you normal? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, like when she's talking family. about the eclipse, and she's like, woo, 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 like the eclipse, like, and she's just making mm-hmm. goofy noises, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> she also, they both have fun haircuts. I like Greta Gerwig's especially. Mm-hmm. Just yes, it's, very... like a, it's like a light, fun '80s touch. I thought it's super feathered early '80s yeah. stuff. It's very I thought good. It was, it was nice. Yeah. So they knock on the door. Tom Noonan answers it. He has the tallest a... man in the world. <laughs> yeah, he's so <laughs> tall. Yeah, human giant. Tom Noonan. Wait, so he was like... part of the improv group, the Human Giant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would love it if <laughs> if that show just featured him in most sketches. <laughs> I, that would be so fucking funny. What? Yeah, what if Tom Noonan was there instead of Paul Shear? <laughs> I think I would enjoy it a lot more. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, no, he'd be great on Children's Hospital. <laughs> you can replace Michael Sarah as the announcer. Um, Medical police now. Oh, and then and then he shakes Sam's hand for oh, yeah. way too long. He With like a super it. limp dick handshake. Uh, gives her the wet fish. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I love the way he looked because when they were passing, they passed a cemetery on the way there and I made some dumb comment to Vincent. I was like, oh, like phantasm. And then he opens the door and it's truly just like, boy. Yeah, he is, he is, he is the tallest of men. <laughs> I love it. He's like wearing a suit. How would you describe the suit, Vincent? Uh... Looks like he was buried in it. Is my memory. <laughs> yeah. What What I was gonna say is that you you guys should do Phantasm on an episode because there's an ice cream man in that movie ah. who's who's he's quite the character. So if uh, right. that's, yeah. oh, doesn't he? Wasn't he the character you said he has like a bit in like all of the movies? He's uh, the he's main the... character from then on out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, Reggie, his name is Reggie, and he's a, in the first movie, he's a delightful uh, guitar-playing ice cream man, <laughs> who in every movie after becomes more of a Homer Simpson-esque buffoon. He's terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, a yeah. real monkey's paw, where you watch it, and then ironically you say, like, wow, I love Reggie, he should be the main character, and then you watch the next movies, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but going back, Tom Noonan, uh, he's creepy. He's tall. He's got a suit. He looks like that guy from uh, Scary Movie 2. Um, and <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the butler? Yeah, he looks like that guy. Uh, um, wait, is that, that's Chris Elliott? <laughs> oh, God. So um, Tom Noonan is already kind of like aggravated by the fact that um, Greta Gerwig is there. So he tells Sam in the other room, like, hey, I can only pay one of you to be here. And she's like, oh, no, don't worry. She's my ride. Um, Greta Gerwig snacks on some, like, old, like, weird candies that were just kind of left over. <laughs> yeah. And, and she the first one she doesn't like. Yeah. But the next one she does. And they're, like, clearly, like, those candies that you suck on. And she's just taking bites out of them. <laughs> it just goes to show that she's persistent. The way she eats yeah. her pizza and the way yeah. she eats candy, that's arguably. And then she takes horrible. extra candy for her purse for later. Just like the old lady in Drag Me to Hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, uh, Greta leaves. She says, "Like, hey, um, are you sure you don't want me to stay?" Um, but Tom Noonan has offered her three hundred dollars for the night, which is enough for her um, down payment for her apartment. So, um, no, I think he offered her four hundred. Yeah, she she oh, asks for four hundred. Yeah. Oh, she has. Also, it's it's revealed that one there is no baby. Mm-hmm. Um, he yeah. has a son, but now he's an adult man, so he's not going to be babysitting. That's important. And also that it's actually his mother-in-law who is needed to be babysat. <laughs> mother, but... mother, mother-in-law. Am I right? I know. <laughs> you have he to wants, marry him. He's got to marry her. <laughs> yeah. He's really. So, that's why he's so well dressed. <laughs> that's why he has a Volvo. Yeah. It's a. It's a good steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't fly off already. while you're driving. Yeah. It's <laughs> the safest <laughs> car around. <laughs> Tom Newton is kind of a uh, car idea sketch <laughs> type gentleman. My favorite part is when he flips a bottle and then dabs. <laughs> oh, uh, do listeners, are you following listeners? <laughs> I, I think Jackson has not seen I Think You Should Leave. Uh, I have. <laughs> okay, good. We're all on the same page. Okay. Uh, yeah, so she's like, yeah, I'll watch your mom. I'll, I'll take care of your mom. Also, this man is super creepy. He never shows her the layout of the house. He never introduces the mother to her. Uh, it's it's just all bad. He's just all like gabby. she's around. Just uh, you don't you don't even have to notice, but she's there. She's there. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. you probably won't even see her yeah, she, or hear her. But it's very no private. She's a ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, <laughs> different twist. <laughs> she's a grown man living in the walls. Oh yeah, Boy. then he's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> wearing a, a mask, oh, and uh, he's, he's like, I need to go talk to my wa- my wife about <laughs> about this, and then he goes upstairs, and you hear him talking to his wife, and you see like from the basement, his wife comes out, and then she's like, what? She's and like, then, sorry, I was looking for my furs. Yeah. So are we? So like, was he talking to the grandma? upstairs actually and then the wife was downstairs or is like some weird telepathy going on i don't know some yeah there's there's some creepy stuff going on uh speaking yeah. of creepy stuff greta gerwig goes into a cemetery to go uh smoke a cigarette um she tries to light her cigarette with the car spark uh like cigarette lighter and all of a sudden a hand like goes into like the into her car with a lighter and it's this kind of creepy um dude wearing a beanie he's kind of kind of shaggy looking guy and he's mm-hmm. like, sorry, I was just trying to help you, you know. So sue me, you know, for trying to be helpful. Um, yeah. She immediately, just a very creepy guy. 
she her I, her reaction is like you're being silly come on <laughs> it's 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 not quite as alarmed it's more like what are you doing we're friends now but that was a that was a silly thing yeah. to have done yeah, I, almost scared me to death. I think he, it was very weird. I think he tries to make small talk with her about like, oh yeah, clips, and then she's like, yeah, so, which <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is a fuck great out of here, weirdo. Yeah, and he's like, wow, it's really cold out here. Oh yeah, that's she's what like, she's like. How do you? What are you doing out here? Were you hiding or something? Uh-huh. And then he's, he's like, are you? Aren't you the babysitter? She's like, no, I'm not the babysitter. Blam! And then her brain gets exploded. Yeah, uh, she really gets bathed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Wait, who's Beth? The one that dies. <laughs> oh, from the Little Women. Oh, that's it. Good lord! <laughs> if nobody saw the new Little Women, that is what happens. I completely forget. <laughs> then Meg's like, "I've had enough of your bullshit." Um, God yeah. damn! So she is out for the count. Um, and yeah. Poor- yeah. And this and is where the movie lost him. me for a while, to be perfectly honest. I was pretty angry. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. it's a very brutal death for her. Yeah, it's really shocked. Yeah. Like it's very quick. Like, I don't know. I was kinda like, hey, I didn't appreciate that. And that was kind of my mood going forward, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. That's maybe the most later we see her corpse again and it is a horrifying effect. Yeah, it's but, real gnarly. Yeah, at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. and so she's kind of and... left into this uh, house to her uh, oh and one other thing that Tom Noonan keeps stressing to her is that there's a number on the fridge to call for a pizza because I know you college kids like pizza but she he mentions it like three times which becomes yeah. very important <laughs> so him like, and the wife okay bye Sam don't forget the pizza yeah so oh, yeah. him and the wife leave in the Volvo they drive off uh, Greta Gerwig or, sorry not Greta Gerwig uh, Sam starts like uh, exploring the house uh, we see there's a pool table. There's like, um, it's just like an old house, like a lot like of harpsichord. It's very large. There's lots of different rooms that she's exploring. She's mm-hmm. listening to her music. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fixes uh, is playing. It's very good. Oh, I love that sequence. Um, yeah, it's she's dancing, mm-hmm. um, and she's like exploring the house, and she knocks over a vase. Mm-hmm. Um, Excuse me, I think you mean boss. A vase, <laughs> um, a Ming vase. And uh, she starts cleaning it up, and she's like, oh, there's a door that I haven't opened yet. She opens it up, <laughs> and she finds a bag of photos of presumably the previous owners of the house. And also and they furs. Have... And also furs, <laughs> yeah. And the, the um, uh, Tom Noonan's wife is this uh, old woman who wears this giant fur coat, Um but uh, they she finds these photos of presumably the previous owners, and they have the same burgundy Volvo, which uh, she gets super freaked out by. Mm-hmm. Um, and she takes the photo outside and tries to kind of line it up. Oh yeah. my god, it's a reliable family sedan. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so at this point, she does she like open up a door and like there's a bunch of murdered people inside. Uh, she hears like a sound. She tries to. Um, yeah, she hears. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, Jackson. Oh, she hears a. Yeah, she hears a sound after she um, breaks the uh, breaks the vase, and she starts uh, like looking around again. And she knocks on a door, and is like, "Hey, is are you are you all right in there?" And she doesn't hear a response. 
but behind the door we see that there are three dead bodies and one of them is like in a summoning circle um mm-hmm. one of them in, is, in is like, a child also oh it's, yeah i was gonna say child. yeah before this because they mentioned that they have like a grown like adult son and when she's exploring the house she goes into what's clearly like a child's room yeah. And there's like like Ooh. cowboy wallpaper and like it's kid stuff, but then they say like that they just moved from the desert. So yeah, they like, just moved in like ha- a few weeks ago. Yeah, like why would they have this Ooh. like family, like kids room? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, there's all yeah. sorts of like weird uh, like signs here. Um, and then she calls. I, I think we might be skipping around, but uh, this is one of my favorite scenes when she calls for a pizza. Um, mm-hmm. To which the person answers, pizza, pizza, what you eating? <laughs> <laughs> which has stuck with me for so long. Just the way they deliver that line. And uh, she orders a medium pepperoni pizza. And it costs her $8. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. So, and, and, yeah. And then I think it might be in real time. He's like, okay, we'll see you in 30 minutes. And then I think it takes 30 minutes of film time for the pizza to actually arrive. Oh, that's cool. But I, I gotta say, like, 20, like... I think it's like 20 minutes from like when uh, the the people leave the house, like Tom, what's his face? Um, but like for that Tom 20 Tom. minutes, I was just like kind of bored a little bit while she was like walking around the house just by herself. Oh, that's that's like my favorite kind of horror movie is like waiting for shit to happen. I that's yeah. I love a slow burn. That's what I knew um, about this movie going in is that it was like all like tension building through like walking mm-hmm. around a house and through like sounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but but I was also not. I felt guilty because I was not super engaged because I at one point like. went on a different tab to look up like medical test results (laughs) so there was a different sort of tension going on um and i missed kind of a chunk that i feel not great about so i'm sorry (laughs) yeah this i was a little distracted too uh this is my second time viewing it the first time i saw it i actually was uh i was staying in my uh, dad's house like while he was out of town so i was watching it in in an empty house (gasps) so my focus my attention was like zoned in onto this movie and it like really freaked me out and, like, right after that, I went to go to sleep, and all of a sudden I hear, like, the loudest mosquito buzz right near my ear. <laughs> and, like, I just shot out of bed, and, like, I noticed that I had a huge mosquito bite on my arm, and I was, like, so mad. <laughs> I currently live in a probably 100-year-old three-story house that makes a lot of weird noises, mm-hmm. um, and it was quite spooky last night. Uh, I was... Yeah. Yeah. but uh, We have a, a real ghost in our house, and... But also, oh the night after the room I slept in, I slept in a different room than I usually do, and I don't know what it is, but there's this very steady, like, thumping that's been going on for, like, three days straight, but only in this room. So, I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that wasn't great. <laughs> telltale heart. We're running a little long on this one, so let's uh, let's hurry on the plot. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. So she grabs a knife because she thinks that there's somebody, like, something weird inside the house, uh, maybe multiple vo- uh, steps or something. And um, she grabs the kitchen knife, and then we hear a very loud uh, ring at the doorbell. Pizza's here. She throws money at the d- delivery guy, who turns out to be the same guy that shot Greta Gerwig. Yeah. Um, she takes a bite of the pizza, and something tastes like really off about it. And um, she kind of like tosses out the whole pizza after like one bite. Yeah, I think she kind of chalks it up to like, uh, this must be the same shitty place that we went to earlier. Right. Must be the must be the pizza in this town. 
Yeah, but also, mm-hmm. like, she drinks, like, some of the tap water, and she also, like, kind of remarks on, like, it's kind of weird tasting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. she starts noticing that. Um, she then goes up into the attic, uh, where she pulls on, like, the, you know, like, little, like, chain kind of, like, light things, you know? Am I yeah, making yeah, sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what the proper term is. And as soon as she does that, all the lights go out of the house. And mm-hmm. I guess it like I don't know was that a trap or something? I think it was just an old house. Okay, so all the lights go out, mm-hmm. and the door that she was walking up to at like the top uh, begins to open, and she's very disoriented after like the lights flashing, and it seems that the pizza was drugged, so she begins like kind of fading in and out of consciousness. And mm-hmm. this is where the movie kind of loses me. I fully forgot she... about the more or less the last twenty minutes of this movie. I did not remember it at all. (laughs) So she wakes up and um, the eclipse is now happening. The moon is red and she's kind of like dressed in a like all white gown in her underwear. And Mm -hmm. um, there's this sort of satanic uh, circle that she's like tied up against. And we see Tom Noonan, his wife and the pizza delivery guy, along with this like kind of haggish looking old lady uh, in these like cloaks. And Mm -hmm. they begin this, like, ceremony, which involves uh, the old lady drawing a pentagram on her stomach in blood and then feeding her uh, what appears to be, like, her own blood. Um, But it seems like there's more blood that just sort of, like, I don't know, manifests inside of this, like, skull that she begins feeding her. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm glad there's no at least, like, we don't see, like, signs of, like, sexual violence in this movie, which I think this movie Uh would, like, definitely lose me by. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> pluses, I guess, on that, that she gets sort of impregnated by ingesting, uh, blood, you know? Yeah. So yeah, if like I'm going to get, right? yeah, it's like some sort of demon yeah. or like a devil that they worship. Yeah, it's like, it's like nose is weird. And then it has like weird, like sharp teeth. What I think that's you? grandma. Yeah. I think that's just grandma. I think these people are a lot <laughs> older than they say they are. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. And they're just like, and they're like somehow feeding off of the life of these I other people. I thought it was just an unrelated demon. No, I think that, no. I think that, was, I think that, that is grandma. grandma. It's kind of. It's, I thought it was just Mima. like their buddy who they summoned like earlier. Like they were just friends with like the devil. It's a lot like the end of uh, of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where where she's tied up and they're and they're trying to kill her and uh, yeah. he's this this old woman is very much a grandpa figure with some kind of. Presumably some kind of prosthetic. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. Mm. It's a, it's a... Yeah, but she breaks free. Uh, just like that movie, Breaking Free. Um, <laughs> she, she punches Grandma in the face. like uh, that song. I yeah. Said, yeah. Uh... She stabs Tom Noonan. Stabs oh, Tom yeah. Noonan with the, the knife that the old lady uses. Uh, she gouges the eye of the pizza delivery guy. Mm-hmm. Um, pizza mm-hmm. delivery guy grabs the same gun. Um, she runs up the stairs out of the basement and finds the body of... Uh, Megan. Yeah, Megan, which I thought was kind of overkill. But yeah, like, why I, bring that her was back my in here? Too. Yeah. Other than um, like kind of just shock the audience. Um, I think maybe they used some of her blood to like draw the pentagram and shit. That would make sense. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's resourceful thinking. <laughs> yeah, you know. You just need um, like a paintbrush next. To you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she runs upstairs, and then Pizza Man comes and shoots her in the shoulder. Uh, 
Vincent, then, I hope this isn't a dig, but like that hallway that like when she runs up and <laughs> the other side, the pizza guy runs up, kind of yeah. reminds me of your house. Well, we've. Oh yeah, I yeah. Same there's. Part. Let's just say that uh, I've I've seen a few things that happened in this movie before. Let's just. That's all I'm gonna say is that. Uh, <laughs> is that uh, it's a real Chicago yeah. movie. My grandma yeah, lives in the is, attic. Every time I visited, <laughs> Vincent has been like, "Hey, I won't be here, but like, could you watch the cat while I'm gone?" Yeah. And I'm always like, "Yeah." But then I still need to convince you, and I'm like, "Please, you don't know how serious this is." <laughs> yeah, I've made so much money just cat sitting. I've literally never seen Vincent not wearing a suit and a cane. <laughs> <laughs> that, once again, some, when I was desperately in search of forcing uh, a forced personality on people for many years of college, I did wear a blazer a lot. So I guess in a, I guess in many ways I am a Tom Noonan type in this movie. Vincent, your fancy wife is a little off-putting, though. <laughs> Vincent, you are very tall. Putting her, touching my hair. <laughs> yeah. She, she, do we mention that she's a pretty awesome wig? We we find out that she. Uh, that's oh, that's yeah. the that's the biggest plot twist <laughs> of the movie. It was a wig. It was a yeah. wig the whole time. It is a yeah. Um, and she gets, and then her. she gets yeah to yeah. go on about the scene about with the wig. It's just uh oh yeah, she, she she's shot and then the mom comes and she's like oh no you shot my boy, and then I think she's like trying to gonna kill her and takes off her wig but as she turns her back she gets stabbed. Um, and yeah, so then she has like some, she has some really bad hair underneath that wig. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe she has like alopecia. Um, <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. Pizza boy's <laughs> dead. Uh, the mom's dead. Um, we don't know where grandma is, but, uh, Tom Noonan is like mortally injured and, uh, Sam runs out and she keeps getting these flashes of like this demonic, like, like face in her head and she runs Ooh. out with the gun and Tom Noonan's like, wait, wait, wait! Don't, don't do anything rash. Like, I'm, uh, you can kill me. Like, I'm just a messenger. And uh, Sam then takes the gun and shoots herself in the head. Mm-hmm. And uh, we cut to the next day that um, we get news reports that the whole uh, solar, uh, lunar eclipse sort of uh, mysteriously like passed faster than what was ever thought as possible. And mm-hmm. we see that Sam is like in a hospital bed and she's being taken care of. And, uh, she has very like kind of weak signs of living, even though she's been shot Mm -hmm. and the nurse kind of comes by and is like, don't worry, you'll be just fine. And smash credits. (laughs) No, she says, you'll be, you'll be fine. And then pats her belly and says, you'll both be fine. And then she, yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's alive. She I shot guess. herself in the noggin. No, 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 no. I meant like the because when I first watched it, I was like, that hand is clearly the like the wife, and then I forgot. I totally mm. forgot that she had been killed. So like, is this just an unrelated Satan nurse? I always thought like, oh, there's more people in the town that are in on this. I uh, that's the way I always. I interpreted thought it, it was yeah. just that she assumed oh. that she was a pregnant woman and did not did not know anything about yeah. it. Yeah, that yeah, also makes I sense. Think, I, see, I, I yeah. assume that, yeah. But, but yeah, that's or, maybe, or maybe she's a Satan nurse. That would explain the sequel to this movie, Satan <laughs> Nurse. Uh, yeah. <laughs> bringing uh, up baby. Son of the devil. <laughs> bringing up baby. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, okay, so uh, that was the movie. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts, guys. Um, let's start with our guests. Yeah. Oh, Just any any lasting thoughts you guys have before we oh. get into ratings? Not necessarily ratings yet. Yeah, uh, I I I mean I feel a fondness towards this movie in that there's a lot of movies that I saw when I was about thirteen or fourteen that maybe objectively are not the most amazing things in the world and have their problems. But there's something about where it's like I saw this at kind of, at a formative age uh, that it probably informed a lot of how I feel about other things I like that I have kind of a pull still towards it. Like it, it, nostalgia plays a role. I will say that I think Tom Noonan is the best thing about it. He's he is so this is like a tour de force for him. He is so unbelievably creepy in that role. I really like Mary Warnob too as his wife. I feel like that's just watching it again. I'm in awe of just how terrifying he is in those scenes and yeah i don't know i, I remember seeing it in the theater a few years ago and just thinking about how how impressive it is that the moments of that movie are just so scary uh when she's walking around i just i still get so frightened even though it's a little it's it's not perfect but there's parts about it i still really like emily any other thoughts um i kind of wish i had seen it back when it first came out i feel like i didn't I feel guilty because I, I didn't love it as much as I thought I was going to and it was different than I thought it was going to be. The end was kind of like like Shudder original yeah. for me, like with the makeup effects. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I don't, not it wrong. Felt, <laughs> yeah, it like, and it wasn't something that I thought they were going to like go all the way into. I was like, oh, like real monster here and like post hereditary. I don't know. I'm kind of like soured on all that. And so that wasn't my fave, but I liked like up until when Greta Gerwig gets killed. <laughs> I thought the lead up was really creepy and like the motivations for her wanting to like, like ignore all the signs that like she should really get out of there were good. Um, so yeah, it mm -hmm. was, I mean, it, and it also like, like, I feel like it kind of just went really quickly past a certain point and they kind of glossed over things that I thought were going to be bigger, like the pizza thing. I thought maybe she was going to like call him for help and like that whole reveal. So I'm almost like grateful that they didn't like, you know, feel the need to like dive into all that, but it's still, yeah, the ending wasn't, wasn't my favorite, but I liked it overall. It was fine. Yeah. Jackson, Tim. Thoughts? Uh, kind of anticlimactic ending. Um, like, it was very intense, uh, but w when everything happens in the last 20 minutes, you kind of... I, f I feel like there should be a little bit more of a um, uh, build-up to the end. Mm -hmm. But, um, I... Yeah, I mean, it was... Um, it's I, I've already said it. It's my kind of horror movie. I, I like that kind of slow burn. So... Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I really liked the style of the movie. The the film grain was really cool, and I thought it had a, a lot of creative shots. Uh, and it, yeah, it definitely felt like an older style of movie. Uh, like I already said, like I was kind of like bored for a little bit, um, but I, I, I did like, I mean, I kind of knew what to expect from the ending already. Um, but I did enjoy it overall. Um, and... Yeah, I think that it the it's kind of corny or popcorny, but uh, yeah, pretty good overall. Yeah, I right. I agree with Emily about how like as soon as that she wakes up from her like kind of 
drug pizza, it kind of turns into like a, a a Shutter original. Like I don't know, there's something about it. It just looks like it was shot on video versus the rest of the movie that was shot on like yeah. film. Yeah, there's something very, about that last part. It does. It kind of does the like da, 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 like camera thing that like like mm-hmm. like not obviously not as stylized as Saw, but like like fl- the flashing kind of effect is very mm-hmm. like like early aughts. And it just feels like it doesn't fit with the way the rest of the film was shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 no. Uh, but I think this is a good point to get into our plugs. Let's get into those real quickly. Uh, at our highest tier rating, we have a rating called I'd Like to Speak with the Chef. And we've only given that to one movie. What movie is that, Jackson? That movie is Chef. Okay. And below that, we have I'll Have What They're Having or I'll Have What Phil's Having. We recommend it to Phil Rosenthal. Because uh, please feed Phil. <laughs> um Below that, we have three Yelp stars. Good, not great. Uh, below that, we have Take It A Go. Um, or, uh, yeah, Take It A Go. And then below that, uh, all together, everyone. Uh, 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 check, 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 please. And uh, that's a movie we don't like, we don't recommend. And below that, we've only reserved it for one movie, and that's a Dine and Dash. And what movie did we give that rating, Tim? That movie was waiting. Yeah, yeah. So we're starring... we keep we'll we'll keep that on on our lowest rated out. movie so far. But it could be another movie. Maybe this movie. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no. Let's start with our guest again, <laughs> Emily. Uh, you start. Uh, I'm gonna give it three Yelp stars. Excellent. Uh, Vincent, what you? Oh, do you got anything else to add to that? Sorry, I thought. No, I was gonna say. I was literally gonna say that's all I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Can you remind me what the fourth one is? Uh, I'll have what they're having. I will have what Phil is having. Okay, great. Jackson. Um, I'll get a high three up stars. Low, I'll have what Phil's having. I I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Tim. I will give it a very high take it to go with some extra style points thrown in there. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it, but it wasn't it didn't c- capture my attention as much as it could have. And I'll give it a uh, feed that feed that film to Phil. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I'll have what Phil's having. Um, but yeah, let's let's jump into uh, plugs um, and restaurant recommendations. So you can find the Foobies podcast on your choice of po- podcasting services, uh, wherever that may be. We're also on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and uh, you can follow me on the socials at Chino Latino Q. I also have a Twitch channel at Ceviche Q. And the restaurant I will be recommending this week is uh, the pizza that I was eating before on this podcast from Big Mama and Big Papa's Pizza. It's like a, an Armenian-owned uh, family like chain that is known to be in the Guinness World Record of having the largest pizza um, that you can order, uh, which I think was like 35 inches or something like that. Something crazy. I've, 35 feet I've or something. It. It's very large. Yeah, it's, it's not 35 feet. Um, some, it's it is, inches or something. But I think, yeah, I think it's like six feet large. Yeah, something. but they have these like giant like pizza boxes that go on top of these mini Fiat's that they deliver. <laughs> if you if you so order that, I've only been in one situation where I've seen this ordered at a at at a fourth grade like reading party it was amazing (laughs) it was intense (laughs) but anyways uh big mom and big papa's their shout out to their vegetarian pizza it has artichokes on it oh amazing under underutilized Mm -hmm. topping yeah let's let's go back into uh plug rate uh order um emily are you good to recommend a restaurant and all that yeah 
should I plug social media? Yes, that too. Yes. That too. That's okay. Can yeah. I make a personal request first? For sure. Yeah. Um, if you guys ever do cats, can you please have me on? Like, <laughs> please, please. Mm-hmm. There's food in that movie. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want to um, see that movie so bad. I'm, so do I. I have. I love it. <laughs> please. I can't stop thinking about it. Um, I saw it like two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> so my personal social media i'm on twitter at emily ugrits i think i'm on instagram but who cares um instagram the only thing is my comics account which is new mark trail um and then my restaurant recommendation is it's gotta be rocky's guys you gotta go to Woo! rocky Rico's yeah. pizza amore <laughs> Rocky, Rocky, Rococo. <laughs> Go to the Party Palace, like, in Madison. Yeah, That's well, like, it still exists. Yeah, not super downtown. It's like, yeah. It's off the highway. Yeah. You can get to it easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's by, it's by uh, Marcus Point. Marcus Point. Yeah. All right. Okay. Vincent, you got I got, I got no social media to plug. Uh, I will, as a restaurant, I will plug... Bachi's Pizza. It is a chain of pizza places in Chicago... They sell, they used to have $5 slices that were about as big as your head, and I'd go there a lot in high school, and what was great is that it was like you were eating pizza from a cartoon. It was so terrible. And they, uh, it's slightly more expensive now, but there's one by where I go to therapy, and I like to go there for dinner, and it reminds me of the old days, just stuffing your face with a massive piece of not very good pizza. So, go to Bachi's. Nice. Nice. Uh, Jackson, Um, or Tim, sorry, you were revving up. Oh, I'm ready to go. Oh, go. I will plug that bad pizza place and bar I went to last night because it's close to my house. And New York pizza and the crust, the, 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 you know, the main part of the pie was good. The crust lacking. I already said that. Um, good beer. The bartenders were really nice and friendly and gave me a free shot of lemon something or other. A lemon drop. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Dimmick Tim, and on Instagram at Tim Dimmick, if you want to look at my stuff. And listen to WTL New Orleans 91.5, because um, I'll be on there starting next week. Sweet. Hell yeah. Nice. Um, I was going to plug a different restaurant, but since everyone plugged a pizza restaurant, I will plug <laughs> Pizza Luce in uh, Minneapolis. They have about four locations in the Twin Cities area. Uh, and it, I would, if anyone is from the Madison area and knows glass nickel it is comparable um but it's quite good and uh and they do some fun specialty pies uh that are quite delicious so pizza luce check it out awesome so tim how do we close this out so we all grab our glasses and we clink them together and we say provecho which is to your health and thanks for having a good meal with us on three one, two, three. Provecho. 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 Foovies will return. We'd like to thank Sweaty Hands for the intro. Uh, find him on SoundCloud at Sweaty Hands. Also, Johnny Chang for introducing us to Sweaty Hands and sharing his own music. Find him on SoundCloud at Johnny Chang. That's J-O-N-N-Y. 